1: Friday. What's Woo. happening? Wow. What and is are not gonna on? believe this, guys. Right before the show started, G said Peyton Hillis was the third best Browns player ever. <laughs> I can't believe it.
2: <laughs> See, I told
1: you he's gonna set me up. I, that's why I, I say nothing to him when I can't make hey, he
3: what? Said, he said Joe Charbonneau's the third best Indians of all time. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, look, Captain Knee Jerk, Captain <laughs> Knee Jerk. You regret that because you know Brad's coming for you.
4: Hey, no, listen. Here's the thing. I got some. I got some ammunition. I to, I came in and said you did some research. Yeah, I said,
5: come on, man. This, I'm is, like, like, this is this yeah, is a closer yeah. than making him be. This light. is my dog. I'm not. I'm never coming for my dog. But I like when I heard it. I was like, huh. <laughs> yeah. I do like this. You yeah, school them up. Yeah, we like like, oh. That's right. And no, we you, do that all. That's right. Now you You're know. talking to a guy who, Cleveland Arena, Coliseum. Yeah, and you uh, remember uh, the old dudes uh, like yeah. I do. Yeah. Arena, Y'all, you see, Quicken the, Loans. I've seen oh, it all, dude. Tell Richfield. Rich, I said the Coliseum. Oh, okay. I said, I said, you're missing a bunch of people here. We'll, we'll
4: get into that. Um, Just because they live right beside y'all
3: don't mean that they was good.
2: <laughs> We've got a busy show
3: today. Um, first of all, I want to start by saying happy 87th birthday
1: to the great Jim Brown. Oh yes, eighty-seven,
2: 87
1: birthday. years old. We today. didn't wish Tyvis happy birthday yesterday. Was his? Birthday. I felt
3: terrible about that. Yeah. I forgot to do it during the show. I did text him after the show. Yeah, but I forgot during the show. I wanted so
1: Tyvis happy belated birthday. I wished him a happy birthday Wednesday. Does when, that who, count? Early? Yeah. No, because you got to do it do on I the day after. I have to call them again What's it's a, better uh, than the day he, after? he
5: got a birthday though.
1: calendar? No, what? I just know when he was here Wednesday. He mentioned it. Oh, he mentioned it. is one of those. You know cats. what? He's actually, let you know. I actually, actually do has. have a birthday calendar. It is it's Facebook, but I haven't it. added you guys in yet. I need to add you guys into Fourth my of birthday July. calendar. Fourth of July. For yeah, me. I'll even show. I'll show you. It's like you know, I have a here. Oh, you do. Oh, that's my past I just watched Born on the Fourth of July oh, again. Yeah, yeah. Great flip. I got a birthday great. count, birthdays Tom and events Cruz, right man. there. I know, didn't get an award right? for that's that. Nice. That's I, I like, did get it. You know, but that's I gotta nice. handle you guys That's pretty that. nice. We'll do that later. Yeah, yeah, you know you can do that in contacts. And you, you can too, but I have a spreadsheet because I love he spreadsheets. she he, he loves spreadsheets. got a real spreadsheet. I got a he spreadsheet with big events. Yes, he
5: does. I like That's great. You can also
1: add them in your calendar. I know but you like spreadsheets. I, 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 li- I like my calendar. to, to not. You know, I put so much stuff on my calendar, I try to keep other things out of the That's calendar. Fair. That's, That's fair. That's fair. You know what I'm saying?
3: Um, so, happy birthday um, to Jim Brown. <laughs> I, we, we saw him at the NFL I like Honors that. Show I like that. Um, Thank you. a week ago yesterday. Yeah. And you can tell he's obviously battling some sort of illness. So, right. Jim, we're thinking about you. Happy birthday. Um, Stephen A. Smith coming on the program in the second hour of the program. He's written a new book. And I will tell you this, before we bring him in, Stephen A. is, is a intensely private cat like you don't really he's got a very small circle mm-hmm. and he really doesn't talk on air about you know what's going on in his life and his yeah. personal life he tries to keep that pretty close so i know that this was uh, this was a challenge for him because he really he writes it all he talks about the relationship with his mother the relationship with his father how both motivated him to become the success that he is none of it's by accident this dude is one of the hardest workers i've ever known in my life uh and i know it seems like an oxymoron how do you work hard in a suit this dude does it man he's up sometimes 20 hours a day doing live shots in all portions of the day morning afternoon late at night you're, you're going to see him all over the screen you're going to see him here uh at 12:15 after he wraps up first take uh and that usually takes about five or ten minutes and you will jump on with us as soon as he can um Bulls bet of the day. You nailed another one yesterday, my friend.
1: Yeah, I don't. We don't have a bet today. Uh, no, but I just wanted to give you credit liberals, but yes, for yesterday. Uh, uh, Ohio That's State got destroyed. Three in a row that you've hit. Yeah, I'm on fire. Right yeah, now. Brad, what's wrong the with the Bucks? They,
5: they are terrible. they're mailing it in. They're not mailing it in. here. They're they're bad. They're very bad. I I can't remember. I was just talking to one of my. I was talking to other day. I can't remember Ohio State being this awful. But part of yeah. it goes down yeah. to. And I will say this. Right, and this is not disparaging anybody. I'm a Buckeye through and through, except when we play the Turps here, right? But right? I would. I t- but I tell you this: you couldn't tell me those guys they got on that team. I couldn't find them in East Cleveland, Cincinnati, Dayton or something else. Facts. I got to go to Hawaii and get a guy. Facts. No. I don't no. know. And and then I where I said they some of going, these dudes they couldn't they play. I'm, to, be, I'm gonna be, wanna be wanna honest. Fire some of these dudes couldn't play dead at the funeral. I'm gonna just tell you yeah, that. Do so right? you a new coach, I'll, Brad? Listen. When you take the mantle of the ship, when you take the mantle of the ship, there's certain responsibilities that are required here, right? Yeah. And, I, and, I, and Chris, I like him. Why isn't he recruiting Ohio more? I, this is how you recruit. you got to have people who are recruiters. You do.
1: And build relationships with yes, the area high school And coaches. you have
5: to know the area. Well,
1: isn't it more about the AAU coaches these days? It is, yeah, absolutely. But, 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 but you got to build those relationships. But you have to
5: have those here. And I just right. say this, and I'm here. And I like I like Chris, I like his staff. But and this is a business of getting it done. Either you do or you don't. Results right. And, and if you don't I believe when
3: we had him on, he said that very thing. And if
5: you don't in Columbus, it doesn't yeah. last long. That's right? right. you're right. Right. And then yeah. one of the problems that I have with with the way it's being run today is there's no link linkage and lineage between past and the present. You're not right. asked yeah. to come back and do I, anything. I right? like, man, I get more, I get asked more to come back to Maryland than I do to Ohio That's State. Sad. And and by the, that's the way just
1: because you're tied with your daughter right. by the way speaking of women's <laughs> basketball sad. i know uh, brad you you talk about women's basketball wnba a lot i just wanted to mention and it, bad job to me i can't even think of her name this this woman who's playing for villanova
5: maddie secrets
1: people hearing this, yeah, this Matt, story maddie, no, maddie Seacrest is, is a killer she scored like 50 points yes
5: maddie she's, Se- aver-
1: she's a, i think she scored over 20 like a bunch of games maddie Seacrest
5: like, plays for villanova she's yeah. a, she's a great guard What's uh, her plays name? maddie Seacrest. Maddie I Thought you were saying secrets. I'm like, yeah, she's a secret. I haven't heard of her. And so what she does is she just she can just flat out score, right? Shooter. Yeah. And so she's going to be drafted, and they've got to project it in the mock NBA WNBA draft, right? She's just she's worked behind the scenes because Villanova doesn't have a knockout team, right? But when you look up, she'll have 39. She'll have 40. Wow. And so very nice. And so uh, she's really getting quietly getting it done.
3: Uh, McNuggets has to take care of the uh, Bet Rivers read.
2: Yeah, so we didn't get a bet from BetRivers today. We'll get back to that on Monday. But I'm curious what the line would be for Maddie Sechrist on being drafted in the first round of the upcoming wow. WNBA drafts. Maybe they'll get us a line on that. But hey, Ohio, BetRivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be for every single game. Now is the perfect time to join BetRivers Sportsbook. When you use this code SPORTS, you receive a second-chance bet up to 500 bucks. Yep, $500. Get in on all the action with weekly specials on your favorite sports like basketball and hockey to help you win big Check out BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today for the latest lines, odds, and boosts. So
3: that's what these casinos are doing. They're offering uh, free money in bets. And I know that McNuggets, you've signed up for like every one of them. (laughs) Does it work? Does it hook you then? And you're more likely to use that app in the future? Yeah, so
2: the way it works, and I haven't done this to BetRivers yet, I, I will do it when I like my next bet I love. But essentially, if you sign up and you place a bet and you lose, you get some money back and then it's like a no sweat first bet. Now this one sounds like it gives you free money. Uh, yeah, second chance bet up to 500. So you can bet up to 500 if you don't win. So they win. want you to come back the second time. They want you to time, come back a second the second time. And they give you usually 2 weeks to use that okay. free credit. I haven't done any of that. I, did the other have, did, have the other ones expired? Yeah. Well, it's from when you sign up. So oh, like FanDuel yeah. and DraftKings was 2 weeks of the day you signed up to So does, and those are still out there. So if
3: I were to if sign you up still today, would up, I'm sure you could still get those. Cuz I have a very good credits. friend of mine who loves sports but wasn't a big better before January first, asked me what's the can't miss lock rock solid bet that I wanna put this two thousand on. And I said, um, you're gonna want to take Georgia and I don't care how many points they're giving, just take Georgia in the national championship game. And he did and he won. And now he's kinda hooked. You know, he's now he's placing bets every day.
5: Uh, listen, I'm in the gym, right? And it's funny, and these are just just gym guys to go work yeah. out. Man, I'm hearing They're talking about spreads, lines. Here's the thing. I'm like, yeah, dude. Yeah, there's a lot of cats dude. out here. Hey, I used all my little, little sports, little money up that you first You used all the week.
4: free ones? All the free ones. Did you hey. lose all of it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Lost all of that. And yeah. I had some good bets. I had some decent ones, I thought. But guess what the problem is? You know, after that, I was not playing around no more. I'm like, you're not getting me. You're not going to yeah. get me on this Well, it's day. funny.
3: Jason Lloyd, <laughs> he... Told us he had seven thousand dollars riding on January first.
5: No, he didn't.
3: Just yes, the, he did. Just on the first. And, and and by the way, he he will describe his own betting habits as dabbling. He said, "Yeah, he said it's light. He's just put yeah. my toe in here." But I'm a little worried about my man because at the <laughs> at the Super Bowl there was a stretch there when he was getting a little quiet. They <laughs> said had to move from the back yeah, row sir. to the front over. He by had the TV. <laughs> he had one bet that was making us laugh every time. He said that one of the teams would, would convert on fourth down. That's the way he read the bet. Yeah, I'm the out. bet was they would they would uh, pick up a fourth down, convert on a fourth down, but in their own territory. Man. So when Philly, I think, went for it on fourth down in Kansas City territory, he thought he had won. Thought he did it. And he was celebrating, and the whole room was going nuts for him. Then about... Ten minutes later, he kept looking at his phone. They weren't depositing the money, oh so we went back and read the fine print. And he said, "Oh damn, they had to convert a fourth down in their own territory." Uh-huh. So he thought he uh-huh. had won that one, but he won the big ones. He, he had the the winner and the point spread and the MVP. But he had to watch, but he had to watch that whole
5: thing because he had so many. And the
3: running joke was he had his youngest son with him. He's and a, the, got the running joke level. was. Uh, he's going to college depending on how I do on these bets. Right. So we were joking. It looks like you're going to be homeschooled the rest <laughs> of the way. Crazy. But I'm, then by the end of the game when he won, we said he's got enough for one semester at community I'm college.
5: I'm going to tell you that mm-hmm. you're at an advanced level, right? And want to so, be homeschooled. Uh, you know, you're, 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 I'm, 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 I'll bet, uh, I've bet in the past occasionally, right? Just, but it's something about the money slipping away. If yeah, you, just, I'm too fiscally I, I conservative, conservative I can't. to
3: just start. Throwing it on 18, 19 year nineteen-year-olds,
1: particularly the college game.
5: Well, oh, listen.
3: but
1: well, if, if you would have been with me and bet on Iowa yesterday, you wouldn't be throwing anything away. No, that was have been a big winner. Cash. And it—I think the spread was seven and a half. They yes. got
5: crushed. Ooh, a spread was only seven and a half. Which my yeah. yeah. bull jumped on it. That's stupid. And it
1: was at Iowa City. I, I, t- I told uh, well, Ohio State had beaten Iowa a couple of weeks, oh, like yeah. a month ago. By they were a different so team I, I was then, talking
5: though. to Ron Stokes, who's the radio announcer for yeah. Ohio State, right? So I, I called him Ron. about two weeks ago. I told Ron, he, I said look like, you know, Buckeyes had lost like eight or nine. I said, I'm looking at this schedule here, Ronnie. Looks like you're gonna drop 15 of 17, maybe 16 of 17. If it goes the wrong way. Oh, he jumped down my throat. That's you. He was he was my college roommate for for a year. You're on right? your way to getting he, that right. And he was like, oh, no, no, this is all wrong. I said, I'm gonna stop you there. <laughs> yeah, I like. we will talk to you, you in March. You're 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 immersed in 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 in, in, the, in the midst of it with the with the with the crew. I get mm-hmm. you where you are, right? Mm-hmm. You're still getting paid by them, right? Yeah. Yes, you are. <laughs> so I said you have to lean that way. I got you. Yeah. I said, but my expertise here and what I'm looking at and literally looking at what's c- upcoming. You're gonna take some L's here, yeah. and then he was like, "Oh no, no, no! See, because what happened in November? No, nope, stop! Yeah. No, yeah. tell me what happened in November." That was on me, Brad. I do. I, I, I see. We got to get back to trending. Yeah, i Let's see sorry. how you're trending here. And it's not right. And it's, it's not tell right. I said hi. I will.
4: He got, um, a, he got a glass of that Kool-Aid. Yeah, some of the
3: leftover that you stopped drinking <laughs> uh, on the Browns season. Ooh. We're gonna do. We're gonna start with some hypothetical Browns trades. These were bouncing around the internet. Two of them that we saw that really drew our attention. Obviously, they need a wide receiver, but they need defensive tackle. And most of the experts we've had on say the D-line is the more pressing need. So it's likely that they'll immediately address their D-line needs with the draft. And they may use free agency or perhaps a trade to try to improve their wide receiver core. Here's two that caught our eyes. Greg Newsome and a third to Denver for Jerry Judy. You doing that? If you're Cleveland, because I can't make that trade fast <laughs> enough.
1: Yeah, I would. I mean, certainly. Yeah, you would Greg Greg Newsom I Greg Newsome had an okay year, but uh, he's unhappy being a slot corner. And they have two corners that are better than him. So he's not cracking that line up here. No. So I he's, I mean, you need three good corners, especially, you. you know, in, in this AFC. With the Bills and the Bengals and the Chiefs and the Jaguars now, probably. But uh, he is expendable for. uh, And Jerry Judy's young. You sound like you're just a bit
3: waffling. Like, I'm all. When I saw that, I'm like, oh, hell yeah. I'll do that right now. No, I'm
1: not waffling. I just. I'm thinking about the other trade, and I like the other trade. Okay. I actually like the other trade. So we'll get to the second one in a minute. But you would do this. Uh, Definitely, yeah. Okay.
5: I'm not doing that. You're not? No, I'm not. Let me tell you why I'm not doing it, right? Because I don't know. You know, I. You know, I follow Russell Wilson, right and I, I was watching this all year right And I could never understand why Russell Wilson Jerry Judy could not get on the same page at all right and some of it was obviously Russell Wilson's fault yeah and some of it was like I was looking at the game was like, what is Jerry Judy doing? why I, I, I didn't see nothing worth and I get what you're trying to get you're trying to get a guy to take the top off. I got that right and then am I willing to give up Newsom? I, when, he, when we get to the other scenario, I appreciate the other scenario much more yeah. than I appreciate that scenario. He's, okay. The
1: thing with Judy, he hasn't put up huge numbers yet in his career. These you know, pretty good numbers, but nothing huge. But I look at it, I, I put most of the blame last year on the coach and Russell Wilson. I don't put much on Jerry Judy, uh, and he's young. I mean, he's only like 25 years old. So to get a guy who still has upside from what he – because remember, even if you want to say Russell Wilson is a good quarterback, which he wasn't last year, but he was in the past – before that Jerry Judy played with complete scrubs in Denver. Yeah, so and did okay. And did fine. Like he has again, he hasn't put up superstar numbers. Well, he's not a, I don't
3: he, think he's a tier 1 guy, but he's a, to me
1: he's a number 2. I, like a number 2 receiver or a tier 2 player. No, a number 2 receiver. Oh, yeah, he right. might even I actually think he's a lower tier number 1 receiver. Well, he's not he's not going to come in here and take catches. Well, I mean away from I, Cooper, is he? Yeah, well, I I don't know. I guess not, but I mean he's going to get a ton of catches. I if if he came in here and Deshaun Watson gets back to being the player at this point, and if and he might help him, do then that. I think Jerry Judy would be. I would, I'm expecting him to have 12, 1,300 yards with double digit touchdowns. I mean, okay. I'm expecting Judy. I would think Judy and Cooper would be neck and neck. Okay. I I, I well, think I think one Judy's eights, that's great. I think Judy's upside to me is higher than what Amari Cooper is now because of age. Because of age. Yeah. 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 Okay. Gee, you doing that? Bring this over here to the Duke. Yeah, really <laughs> all was there knows
4: not that need Yeah, there it is. My knees is over here moving fast. i tell you what. I can't I can't run fast enough to the podium and turn this in. What you talking about? Greg Newsom for Jerry Judy. Under any circumstances, I'm running up there with that. And, and hey, hey, you want to you want a conditional seventh too? Want, <laughs> I got conditional picks too. you. Tell him see, Greg Newsom. I like Greg Newsom. I like Greg Newsom, but for me, he lacks ball skills. I'm not getting no turnovers from Greg Newsom. I saw you all year at the wide corner position, right? And if you really want to come down to the get down, when you look at Martin Emerson come in, Martin Emerson took his position. Were you taking him to the get down? When you get down to the get down. Okay, get down to the mm-hmm. get down now. to the Brass get down, packs. Where yeah. the rubber meets the road. road. Martin Emerson <laughs> came in was like, this is my minutes and I'm a third round pick. He said, give G- me, give me those. Chris Brown, give me, the, and give me that. And he did that. To, Newsom was
3: established.
5: Yeah. He was established. I mean, he
4: liked Newsom. Do it one more time. Give me that. And guys used to risk. <laughs> get over here. You Guy used to get snatched.
3: Just groceries. took his job. I get snatched in the grocery store all the time. Get over here.
5: <laughs> give him great. I was
3: Eugene Bush. I can't do this fast enough. And yeah. I don't know. I don't know that I like this one better than the one we're going to announce here in a second. I don't think this one so,
1: has any chance of happening. No.
3: Yeah, That's I don't. Difference. I'm not sure either one of these do. Although I know <laughs> Cooks has been passed around. Well, you know, like. It's just—it's crazy how much this guy's been passed around. I'm gonna avoid that. And metaphor. I've always asked myself this: Why the talent doesn't match up with the back of the football card? Why? And I don't mean the numbers. Right. I mean all of the teams. Mm-hmm. Like usually dudes like this are commodities, and they tend to hold on to these commodities. Right. But New England and New Orleans, L.A. and L.A. and now Houston—it's just like what? What, what is—is is, there—is is it a locker room issue? And I've asked players that have played with them, and they're like. No, not really. He's a good dude. So, I don't know why he's passed around as much as he is. Right. But we'll get to the second one in a second. I would do both. I would do this one. This is bothering me. I, You touched on it, uh, Bull. He's not happy here. I think you said that. It's either you or G I, said he's not I, yeah, happy. Yeah, I said here. he's not happy being a not, slot corner. He doesn't want to be a slot corner, yeah. and guess what? That's what he's going to be in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's Emerson snatched it, and he's got it on lock now. So I don't even know that it's a situation where he can come in and show Schwartz that he can be that guy. Emerson is just bigger. He has better ball skills for sure. Way better ball skills. I think he has better cover skills. I just think that it's, he's in a spot here where if he's not happy and you know, he's not happy, then move on from him because you don't want things to fester. And if you can get a Jerry Judy type with a third thrown in, I say do it and Judy makes a much more more impact on this season
4: than a, than a corner. I know you need three good corners, but, but if, if you would ask me, would you rather have three great receivers or three great corners?
5: Three great receivers. Give me them receivers. The bottom
1: line though is Denver just hired Sean Payton. The yeah, ain't gonna happen. yeah. That ain't gonna he happen. ain't trading Jerry Judy, especially because they might cut Cortland Sutton as a cap casualty. Yeah. So he's not going to get rid of both. And think about it. I mean, why would you handcuff? Russ, right. by getting rid of your right. number they're one not, receiver. Whereas the Texans, when we get to that deal, yeah. they're starting over. I the guess. Broncos are trying – their hope is that Sean Payton could get Russell Wilson back to what he was in Seattle. Correct. And so they're not going to give up his best receiver. So
3: and and by the way, Houston already has a bunch of our draft picks. So why not give them a couple of thirds? Because right. that is the trade scenario. Can, it
4: I, is, can I say? Can I ask you this too? Uh, you say cap casualties. Yeah. It, it, is is there any chance Michael Thomas is a cap casualty? Yes. And would you take him? I would take him. Heart well, me.
1: but I can't trust him. He's. Uh, he stay He stay, stay hurt. He hasn't played for because three I know. years. But, I know, but I'm going to roll the dice.
4: I'm rolling the, talent, the dice on him. The
3: talent. Is what do there? I got to pay him? Well, well, probably not what you'd not
1: what his old deal was because the, the availability is the biggest thing. I, I to question am not going. Uh, would I take Michael Thomas on the Browns? Of course, I would take Michael Thomas on yeah. the Browns. Would I rely on him being the key wide receiver I get this offseason? Absolutely no, not. No, and and
3: I don't think that would be the case. If you brought Michael Thomas in, I think you get whatever you get out of him, and it's a, it's a bonus. Right. But I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't say that I'm going to. He's the tentpole now of our wide no, receiver. Right, right. No,
1: I think there's so, – I'll tell you another guy who's who's very interesting who could be a cap casualty before we get this other trade is Keenan Allen. Yeah, Keenan's older, isn't right, he? Right, but he, like he's older 32? than Michael Thomas. Sure, but he hasn't missed three years
2: like no, Michael you're, Thomas you're has. You're right. You know. so we it's we a, keep talking about them needing speed, though. That's and true. Michael Thomas and Keenan Allen, who <laughs> no. are both very good players. But Brandon Cook, Brandon, Brandon Cook can take Cook. the top can, off of a yes. defense, and that's why
3: I like him a lot, and that's what this trade is. Trade number two.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: This year's third, and next year's third, to the Texans for Brandon Cooks. I know. I think we all like that one more than the Jerry Judy, right?
1: I'm ready to go with
3: that. Yeah, right I now. mean today,
1: Brandon Cooks and Jerry Judy to this. Obviously, Brandon Cooks is older, so you'd rather have Jerry Judy from an age standpoint. Yeah. In terms of production, they're close. I mean, Brandon Cooks has had a couple of thousand yard seasons. Jerry Judy has not. I think Jerry Judy certainly has some upside that Cooks does not. However, in this case, I'm giving up two third-round picks as opposed to a proven, you know, solid player. Now, if Greg Newsom doesn't want to be here, yeah, maybe I say to the, maybe I say to the Texans, well, we'll give you Greg Newsom instead of one of the draft picks. Right. But I love, I've always been a fan of Cooks. Last year was a mess for him. He was very unhappy there. He wanted out. The, he didn't play the full season. He, he got, and he got hurt. He did miss a few games last year. I don't know how many he missed. But the guy's always had big-time speed, even at his age. And he has that chemistry with Deshaun Watson because they played together. Yeah, which is why I like that one better, too.
5: Which is is I agree with. Sometimes you have to align people with people they're familiar with, right? Right. And and you just have to let that magic be what it is, right? And I know he's older. I know that... uh, Comparison age to, to Judy is the differential, but sometimes you just have to put people in a place they're familiar with people, and I, that way the magic comes out. He said, well, "I can trust him. I'm gonna throw this ball to him, right. and I, I'm, a, I'm 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 believe that he can make a play because I have done it to, with him right. in the past." And and if you get him
4: now, you set yourself up to feel good about some of your other guys that ain't showed up nothing. Like if if I can. If I can get Anthony shorts to catch a couple tunnel passes or reverses or something, you're like, okay, well, I got Brandon Cooks, Donovan Peoples-Jones, and, and, and you still uh, on that train. Well, they probably gonna keep him. Yeah, Who? they're who? gonna keep Shorts. They're gonna keep him. Right. Shorts? Okay. No, wow. he's gonna what be What you mean? Who? Right. Had, who? Who, had, who has uh, Barry cut of his? Yeah, but I, by
1: now it's year four. You gotta. Start cutting I, I mean, some guys.
4: so so here's here's the one thing that you you look at. It. I'm looking at it from a standpoint of he's a receiver. He shouldn't be no receiver. He's a running back. That's what that's no, what is. I think is. he's
1: a nothing.
5: Anthony a- 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 Schwartz is what? He
4: he is a running back. <laughs> he is a running back standing up. When you look at when you watch Kansas City, they got about 10 of them dudes. Uh, Nicole Hartman's one of them. These dudes are running backs that split out wide, that run around and do jet motion stuff. For me, if you can find something out of them because he's fast, sure. But I look at Demetrio Felt in the same way. He's not a running back. He's more of a tweener type. Yeah, guy. tweener. Tweener. So if you could get something out of him, all right, well, cool. I feel good about that because you got three established receivers, three guys that you know go catch the ball. You got a number mm-hmm. one. You got somebody that can get you deep. And for a three this year, and a sneaky move is that next three is next
1: year's. I'm taking that. Yeah. I'm by the way, three this year. by the way, I've been a big defender of Donovan Peoples-Jones. I think he's a decent wide receiver, but the Browns are coming up to a decision on him and what they're going to have to do. Mm. Well, didn't he didn't he make that decision easier with the year that I thought he had a good step forward he did, last but year? But like, I saw some people saying, "Well, you're going to have to pay him 12 million a year." I'm like, ah, I'm not paying him 12 million a year. No, I think that's absurd. He's I not- think about I think about like the comparison of. Um, the contract the Bengals signed Tyler Boyd to a few years ago yeah Tyler Boyd got just under 11 million a season as to be the Bengals at the time he was their number one receiver but he wasn't really a number one receiver right he's really a three but I'm like I know it was a couple years ago but to me Tyler Boyd's way better than Donovan people's Jones and he didn't get 12 million I know it was a few years ago the prices go up like, go. if I could re-sign Donovan Peoples-Jones for like 7 eight million a year, i would do it. Is but. he a free agent this year? No, he's got one more year. Oh, if he blows, he got He got to prove it again. Yeah, I
3: wouldn't pay him now. He, I, I don't think there's well, any you don't sure have extend to extend no, 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 I wouldn't either. Uh, there's yeah. no need to extend. Um, gotta I, give him $1, I definitely do want to see it another year. Yeah, absolutely. And, and here's the thing. If they bring in a receiver like Brandon Cooks, his production may well go
1: back. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, if they bring somebody of that level or higher... Yeah. becomes their fourth option because the who's probably their third option behind you're you're likely right right do you does this yeah. is
2: his last year before free agency by the way yeah that's yeah. what I said. Okay, yeah does anybody yeah. have any
3: other trades that they would like to throw out there anybody that you'd like to make a move
1: for at, at the wide wide receiver spot that you think maybe the browns could pry away from someone i, I some of the other guys that i'm interested in are not necessarily speed guys like People have mentioned DeAndre Hopkins. Mike Evans has been mentioned. Not necessarily speed guys. I love the idea of trying to make a big trade for DK Metcalf, although I doubt the Seahawks would do it, and you'd have to give up a lot to get him.
3: Well, wasn't he unhappy there last year? He was. So, I mean, it might be a situation, too, like Greg Newsom yeah. here. He was he, unhappy
2: before the season. Was, you're he right. right Wilson, he did, like, but then right. him and Geno Smith turned yeah. the corner. So, they, he's good now. I, I see pretty happy, yeah. Geno
3: may have... He was the comeback player of the year for I, me. I doubt the Seahawks
1: would trade him, but yeah. if I'm on the Browns. I'm making the call. Yeah. I think you're going to get a haul for DK Metcalf. Yeah, yeah. yeah you have to give up. I mean, the Browns don't have first-round picks. They have to give up first-round pick in 2025, whatever it is. If Sean yeah. Watson is listening, hey, listen, don't feel bad
4: about going to get your boys, bro. If DeAndre Hopkins is around here hanging out, chilling, and they want something for him, you tell them, hey, you got to I don't you know, want Hopkins. Hey, I, I will take... DeAndre Hopkins, cause he gets open. I would know he's gonna be open. When hey, I watch these games in the playoffs. If you throw a football in the air,
1: who you got more confidence in catching it? DPJ or DeAndre Hopkins? I just think there's better options than Hopkins at this point in their in their. I'm career. worried about the age.
3: I'm worried about you know last year that that's yeah. kind of a trouble.
1: Yeah, it's a red flag for me. Steve tweet texted us. He's like. Well, DK Metcalf's making a ton of money. Yeah, I don't care. I, I mean, yeah, I mean you'd have to you inherit the that. Browns went all in when they traded for Deshaun Watson. You pushed yeah. all your chips to the table. You're right. You can't half-ass it now. The, the, no. If no, you gotta you gotta bring in whatever pieces. That's right. You it, it, need to put around. Can you right, imagine the fillet now? If they, I, again, I think it's very unlikely they could get DK Metcalf. But can you imagine if Deshaun Watson is even close to what he was in Houston, and you added DK Metcalf? Wow. I mean this offense would be one of the you, best in the league. You know, and, they, you
5: know what they used to say in the old movie, though? uh, you remember the movie when it was like this. Oh, so now you want to step with the big dogs. Yeah, you now you want to step big, with the big yeah. dogs. Well, yeah. Cleveland, no, don't back step now. That's you went right. on, you went on. Guess what? You <laughs> wanna start with the big dogs.
4: And, and we let porch. you and We, <laughs> let, and and we <laughs> let you get away with it last year because you punted. Gentleman's it was punt. a gentleman's <laughs> punt on the season. You brought nobody in of note. Now you want to get here and be like, "But we don't got no money." No, well, hold on, hold on. You, I thought you was with the big dogs. Yeah, I thought you was. You, you got all the first. I told picks. you on
5: the plane what I had. You have the major league and the minor league in the Tunk game. Which league you? in? Because you got well, I see you act like you're in the major league, but you really want to be in the minor. Which what is it going to be? You gotta. Yeah. And, and even if, if it's poison. a wrong
4: move, sometimes when you you paint it against a corner, I always tell people sometimes <laughs> it's about what they're going to give you. I done made the car analogy. I can go to that car lot. And have the greatest intentions in the world, thinking I'm about to go get one of these nice cars. Look, look, look. But I leave out of there with the 25% interest rate and, and with a 2016. And you'd be like, "Gee, Bush, you overpaid. Well, look, nah, that's the only look. car I could have got.
5: The Major League was a was a five, ten dollar bet hand. The, I mean, the minor league was a five to ten dollar bet hand. Yeah. The major league was a two fifty to five hundred dollar bet hand.
3: Yeah, you're at the big boy table. You're at the
5: big boy table. Don't, don't be. I mean, look what
3: the Mets are doing. I know it's a different sport, obviously, yeah. but the Mets just keep mm. adding these nuclear weapons. <laughs> and you know, sometimes in sports, just because you have one nuclear weapon, yeah. it's a team sport. You're going to need some other arsenal to go with that, and that's going to come at a price.
1: And, and I'm got, with you. Screw the price, pay it. That's it. You I know? mean, if you hadn't made the trade for Watson, then we could argue like building it through the draft right. and all. We don't have time for that nonsense. And oh, by the don't. way, I don't got time to. De- like, you got to get it right now. Because if they don't get it right now, Stefanski's getting fired. Dyer. Berry's getting fired. Dyer. Maybe Deep that. I don't know. they are all got to go. And here's another fear Miles Garrett
3: is more likely to leave if he has to go Nick through Chubb. another losing season here. Yeah. Nick Chubb is likely to leave if he has to go through another losing season here. Yeah. So, this whole experiment is in the balance and you even brought this up. It's not just next year. It's
1: like the first six games. Yeah, yeah. you roll out two and four. You might not see week seven. This season, the Browns ascend to being a playoff team or it all goes off the rails because right. if they don't win or if Watson is not the quarterback, we thought he was, it's a disaster. There's no other way to put it, it because everybody's going to get fired you're right. Miles Garrett's going to want to be traded. They're going to look at Nick Chubb and say, we might as well move on. Why pay a lot of money to Nick Chubb? when We're not winning. You heard that. I was going to be gone. And then what's, cut him. what's the
3: point? I haven't Deshaun Watson at all that. Month? It'll be a total
1: disaster. What, what, this year is
3: everything. What is the talk, is.
5: What's the talk with this week about Chubb getting, tra- trading Chubb? What is the nonsense?
4: Well,
3: he, he was on Twitter with on well, Twitter. Chubb was like, he said, I'm
5: tired
4: of watching. Yeah,
5: I'm tired
3: of watching. So, so what you're going to have Brad is a situation and we were lucky and spoiled with Joe Thomas. Not only did Joe Thomas never go and ask to be traded, when the Browns had a deal that they liked and brought it to Joe that would have won Joe a Super Bowl in Denver with Peyton Manning, was, Joe said, no, I'm said, loyal, I'm staying home. Yeah. There's no guarantee. We can't expect that Nick Chubb and right. Miles Garrett are going to want to play their whole career in a sloppy pig pen. Yeah. Those guys see where the All money's fair. made. They want to go
1: make playoff runs and All win fair. Super Bowl rings. That's right. And My- Miles Garrett, especially we know oh, he's gone. He if I, it doesn't turn around this year, he's he wants out. I so, believe Now. We don't right. know that about Nick Chubb for sure. Even with that tweet. I don't know. If it necessarily means he wants out. But Miles Garrett is asking out if he and, don't- for f-
4: and for the fans. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. Telling people they not loyal. Don't get mad. that Oh, because I keep trying to tell you which is easier to find another another head coach. Or a franchise pass rusher which is easier to find a potential Hall of Fame running back or another coach they punted they could have got rid of the defensive coordinator they could have there a lot of moves last year but everybody want to rest on continuity so don't get all upset when people want to leave and go yeah. do something and be better and win when we've been losing for
1: 40 years Coming I will out. say this in terms of a Nick Chubb trade I doubt he's going to get traded the reality is he's worth more to the Browns than he is in the trade market, even if you didn't want to trade him, Because up. of the undervalue that right. great running right. backs the have. Only, That's what you I was made a great point. Agree. You said, which of the last
3: couple of Super Bowl winners have had that Nobody. top-tier running Nobody. back? I
2: saw a crazy stat. The last seven Super Bowls, so the two teams in each, so 14 teams, no team has paid a running back more than $4 million a year. So That's running. not
1: true. That's Joe all, Mixon was making more than $4 million last year.
2: He's on his rookie contract. No,
1: he's not. He was. Yes, he was. No, he was not. The stat right
2: here. Joe Mixon had had
1: signed an extension before last year. Did it kick in though? What's that? Did, did, it kick yeah, did it kick in? What were the terms of I mean, it? I don't know what his base salary was from last year, but when he signed the extension, it was a couple of years ago he signed the extension. He's mm-hmm. been a league a while now at this
2: point. I'll find the tweet. Let me
1: tell yeah, you. find and out that's how much wrong. he made last Let year. The, just point is, Google that. the point is he's not a – Joe Mixon's a good back, not a, and he's probably the best back that's been in the Super Bowl in a while or one of the best. And,
4: and I'm trying to just think from that point, even on the eye test, when, can you guys go back and think of any – Major running back that dominated Super Bowl. Like, oh
5: my goodness, this guy's been a long me. time. It, I who's, can't who John Riggins, Riggins,
3: Marcus. Allen, Marcus dude, you Allen. might Marcus be right. That's a long time you ago. Might be right. Even right. Emmett, when he was yeah. in the Super Bowl, oh, yeah. the Cowboys. Oh, I, found,
2: I found it. Let me clarify. Yeah, it is the Super Bowl team's leading rusher plus base salary. So, the just the winners, excuse me. Ah, uh, okay. But, but still it was, but, right, Pacheco less than a million, Cam Akers less than a million for yeah. 2 million. Damian well, Williams 1.5, Tony Michelle. LeGarrette Blunt less than a million. LeGarrette Blunt even fewer the year before. CJ Anderson, LeGarrette Blunt, Percy Even the Hart. losing wow. teams not a lot of big backs. But Allen, think about it. Ray Rice, Ahmad Bradshaw, James Stark's Pierre. Think Thomas. about some of the That's best. Stunning. Think about some of the best
1: backs the last few years, right? Yeah. Nick Chubb has never gone to the Super Bowl. Derrick Derrick Henry. Uh, Derrick Henry's never to gone to the Super Bowl. Christian, Christian McCaffrey's never gone to the Super Bowl. Uh jonathan taylor for you know two years yeah, ago right. didn't go anywhere close to the to the super yeah, bowl
3: unfortunately
1: he just pays the wrong right. position Did adrian peterson never went to the super bowl right those nope. uh, saquon no. barkley nowhere I mean, most is, of these guys have gotten close this, this,
5: this is a quarterback aired out yeah uh ball movement type of game so right. and this is not jim Brown's error. this is not oj simpson this is not that then we're not no. doing that anymore right and so so nick I don't know if you ever gonna get peeled off because they're not peeled off like they peeled off. <laughs> hey, this before. is
4: the hottest thing you talking about meeting two K church. This is one of the hottest things that ever has touched down on these airwaves. He said he gets peeled off.
5: Right. I said, this- well
3: listen, when you figure out how winning teams are constructed, <laughs> yeah. and don't think for a second that the other thirty one teams don't look at how Oh, there's no question th- this year's Super Bowl team was constructed. part of the mix is you're not paying a lot of money, I'm for not investing the money back.
1: there. Yeah, right, right. Absolutely. So, so it's a shell game. Where to do that, we want to put to it? To that point, Jay, I would not be surprised if the Bengals cut Joe Mixon this year and
2: oh, get really? out of
1: his money. They're Look,
2: definitely going to cut Joe Mixon. I think it's likely. Definitely? When, 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 yeah, you're, when,
1: you're, when you're running in small cylinder wow. circles, right?
5: That's two in a row. What I do, if, if I'm a <laughs> if I'm an NFL scout, what I do Dang. is, let me go to halfback university. Georgia going to always keep backs. Ohio State is going to keep backs. I only need a person for a couple of years. Cause I'm gonna keep trading them out. Wait, sure. And I'll, I'll pay him low money, and I put the money elsewhere. Yeah. yeah. Because he's not I, gonna be the day of me having having Jim Brown run for nine years here, John Riggins for
1: this type of. It's, this, that's not happening. That I was reading it's yesterday on. that the Giants to keep Saquon Barkley, you have to pay him 15 million. I'm like, they be out of their mind. Gotta let him go. Yeah. There was talk about they're gonna pay Daniel Jones 35 million and Saquon Barkley. You gonna spend 50 million? On they a mediocre yeah, quarterback and a, and a running back who's been yeah, injured. Yeah, but you know probably? what?
3: I bet the Browns aren't far, aren't far from that. Between Chubb and and they're paying more. Deshaun Watson, the difference is they're probably
1: paying fifty million. True, the Watson guy The I difference is in himself. theory. So they're definitely paying more. The difference is in theory, Watson's going to be a top ten quarterback, and right. uh, Daniel Jones will not be. Right. Uh, and certainly Nick Chubb's been more productive. Uh, than we're going g- to have
3: to move it to the NBA because we want to do franchise. Yeah. But I want to do one yeah. thing real quick. And then I got one point. Okay. Let's dive into the Nick Chubb tweet, tired of watching. So Nick Chubb doesn't say anything, never, never anything controversial. Mm -hmm. I believe that for him to cognitively go through the process of give me my phone, typing out the words, tired of watching, and then actually pressing send, to me, that's code red. It's because fair, I mean, he he's not a the kind of guy that just
5: no, flippantly no, throws
3: thoughts no. out on social and media. I,
5: and I don't and I don't think that he is wrong in saying it. Right? I because, don't either. Hey, listen, Nick, bro, we tired of watching. I'm tired of turning on the Super I'm Bowl. I'm tired of watching. I'm watching him am watch. watch. hey, hey, watch tar- in yeah, the fourth I'm quarter tired of, when the game's on. I'm clock. tired of going to the playoffs watching everybody else but Cleveland be in the playoffs. Right. So I know he's got to be tired. Yeah, right? sure. And then, like I said, okay, you want to be in the big dog league, right? You done this thing, you brought Watson in here. Didn't go all the way. Fill all the holes. Let's go. No caution to the win this time. Let's go yeah, let's one go. time at the table. Yeah. What
2: was your point, Mikey? So, just on running backs, real quick, and this is why Nick Chubb's more valuable to the Browns than anyone else. Uh, when we asked Dane what position groups are very strong on Wednesday, yeah. it's a tremendously strong running back group. Yeah. Wow. There's a bunch of guys to get drafted, and these are the free agent running backs this year alone. Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, first-team All-Pro, Tony Pollard coming off in his best career year. But a big injury! David Montgomery and Miles Sanders. So just already between the draft and free agency, you have well, you
1: and you left out Kareem Hunt.
2: Yeah, well, Kareem Hunt. Yeah, he And, was and by the way, the by the
3: way, because of that, the, their collective value goes
1: down.
2: Exactly, supply yes. and
1: demand. Yeah, right. There's not a lot of teams that are going to pay a ton of money for a running back. Uh, Barkley and and Jacobs, I bet will get good amount of money, but that's it. What, is, what
5: did what did choice say? He said about he said about watson and, and 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 chubb you'll never get the full watson with chubb behind him who said that um the former uh, Troy Aikman. no He's, no i thought you said troy uh, no choy uh, i forgot he was on the radio the other day and he was talking about former nfl player he said yeah. you'll never get the full watson with chubb behind him to, to, right? that, to oh, that he point. said you're going to either turn it over to watson or you'll never get the full Deal. I'll
4: be watching. I'll be watching a whole lot of weird stuff. Like, so they was just telling me in two hundred million years, where would all the continents be? Right. I was watching that <laughs> continental drift. <laughs> oh, I saw that
3: too. Yeah. You know where Cleveland was that length of time right. ago? We were south of the equator. Yeah. Ooh. They, they, they that, Florida's gonna be underwater in hundred years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
4: Ultra Pangaea, right? Mm-hmm. They got a new one. It's two hundred fifty million years. Things drift, and they said, okay, cool. Well, I was looking at this in the evolutionary state of football, and actually got me thinking in about oh 20, 10 years from now why would you why would you ever put a why would you even put a running back on the team why wouldn't you just go you
3: mean like by committee free agents bring? No, in no i wouldn't put a guy back there i i would not have a running back well, how would that work for Tampa Bay this year
4: well what i would do is i would have guys He's that was built evolution. like Jalen hurts you
5: talking about evolution
4: evolution i would have a bigger quarterback a josh allen that can run the football and what I would do is when it got to short short yardage, all I'm going to do is see, do a scrum play. I, I see where but you're going.
5: I see where you're going. I see where he's going, too. There was, there was, there was, was, no, 20 years ago, there was a center that was you, – you couldn't win anything without a center in the NBA. Right. Now yeah. they have phased, he's, that, he's, they phased that person basically yeah, so,
3: out. But maybe the, that will – you'll evolutionize into that, but I'll, I'll just bring up two quick examples. Tampa Bay just put their playbook in the hands of their defense, every defense that played them. We're just going to throw the ball. We're not yeah. going to run it at all. And they had no success. Right. Well, they and still made the, the playoffs. They, they made it. the playoffs with a, a sub-500 Yes, but, in, in, in but, a but they were still division. better than half the teams in the league. Well, I don't know that that's true. We're more uh, than half the and teams. And they didn't
1: have a mobile quarterback. My, mobile, yeah, my model
3: would be you're more right, right, for you're right, Brady. Yeah. But But the other thing is Philadelphia advanced to the Super Bowl on the strength of their run game. And Kansas City wisely. Everybody talks about Kansas City's offense. Kansas City's offense. But Spagnolo did something very, very, very smart, in my opinion. You're not going to run like that on us. We're going to make Hurts beat us. And the run game, which was so prominent for them all year, was gone. Hurts Hertz, well, was the big part now, of their run game. He, he got the run Yeah, game. I know he was, but collectively, yeah. they moved the ball on the ground as well as anybody in the NFL this year. But Kansas City said, we're going to check you, <laughs> we're going to take your strength away. You're going to have to beat
1: us with your secondary I, don't I think Philadelphia had a bad game plan. they no, I, Miles I, Sanders was their best back all year. They barely used him. Well, because he wasn't getting anywhere. No, but they didn't. How many carries did he have? I don't know, but he wasn't getting anywhere. He didn't
2: anywhere. have many carries, but something we didn't talk about, and I didn't see anyone really talk. He fumbled on the first carry he had. He fumbled out of bounds. I mean, right. he got lit up by Justin Reed. Yep, yep. I
1: remember, yeah, he, he fumbled,
2: did. and I think he went in the doghouse. And That's I don't ridiculous.
1: Think he, yeah, that is ridiculous. How many carries I mean, did he end up with, Mike? I'll look it up right I now. Say right, I say twelve.
2: The guy's been your bottom. No, no, yeah, twelve. You don't think he had
1: twelve? No. Uh, no way.
2: He had. You can't give up on your best back. Miles oh, Sanders had seven carries. Yeah. For how many yards? Sixteen. And his longest rush was the first one, where he fumbled.
1: Yeah, but how yeah. do you give up on your best back after seven carries when I, you I had to the put lead him in a doghouse? When you—that's ridiculous. What? That was but bad that's like, coaching. That's like Belichick lost the Super Bowl to Philly
3: five years ago because he put. Uh, one of his best defensive backs in the dog makes no sense. I would
4: be interested in seeing the way the game is played. There's always somebody that comes in and does something when I played somebody said, could you play now? I said, well, probably not. I probably wouldn't even play a different position. You look at safeties. Safeties are no longer valued. to be truthful. If I was a guy back there, I would never play a safety that hits. I would play only corners. I play four corners. In the backfield, because you can't hit nobody right. hard anyway.
1: I need guys to be able to play to yes. play the and ball. Yes, and essentially what you're saying is have a wide receiver that can occasionally play running back. Yes, basically. There you go. Yes. So yeah. So now I like don't. A Debo, need, Debo Samuel. Samuel. There it is. And, and and you look at the 49ers, and they do it, and, and it works. But you you see that these best receivers. You could throw Justin Jefferson back there. You could throw Jamar Chase back there. You could, what's the, you could do it with these top what's guys. The guy,
4: what's the guy who, who... Well, Christian
1: McCaffrey could be a wide receiver yes, that also no doubles doubt. as a yes. running back. For so, Atlanta. So, who
3: was his Cordial name? Patterson. Yeah. Cordell, Cordell Patterson.
5: Patterson right. so was
3: me, a running back and a return guy. I, I, I a
5: no, wide a receiver, wide receiver, receiver and a return, return guy. guy and a running back. I just want to go back to where G was before we flip the script here. So, you know, this is a copycat. All sports are copycats. Mm-hmm. You see sure. some winning formulas. People emulate them. This is what they do, right? So... To your point, of the 11 black starting quarterbacks in the NFL last year, let me just name them and you tell me what the similarities are. Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, Mm -hmm. Jameis Winston, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Justin Fields, Geno Smith, Trey Lance, Jacoby Brissett. All but one of them really can get in the wind and raise dirt on the ground. Yep. Or well, Jameis but, but Winston ju- can. No, but everybody understand. but Jacoby Well neither can Jacoby. No, and no I, was, I left him the off the list. he was leaving right. out. Well, uh,
1: yeah, there's but another just, guy you mentioned who's not. Dak, Dak can't run anymore. Right. Either. Well, Dak 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 is, run. Dak, well, after, the injury, to, after, injury, after the injury. He used to, but since he's in here, he's But
5: this is the trending that I'm talking about because yeah. this is what phases but, out the well, running Well, hell, running the, running white running. Uh, the white quarterback, Josh Allen Yeah, they
3: Those are, guys can tuck and run they too. They who's all, a quarterback? Like, to me,
1: are there any quarterbacks that are any good under the age of 30 that can't run at the age of The only
3: one was Tom Brady. And Tom Brady was just the anomaly. Right. All
1: these coming all these quarterbacks that are coming in, black or white. Yeah. You better be able They're to all run. at least a little that was the problem with Baker. One of the problems is not he's not mobile. Novel. And, you, and yeah. you know you know what's messing up? <laughs>
4: they used to say <laughs> They used to say back in the day, man. We used to go. They say, man, listen. Everybody is built. Everybody is thick now. And when you go to me on these campuses, you are like when did all these women become thick? Everybody is thick. I don't know. I don't know if you at the direct uh, center doing what you do, but as a salute to y'all, even when I watch the games in college, Stetson Bennett is moving away from people. Yeah. Stetson Bennett picks them up. I'm like, hey, this ain't no j- Stetson Bennett will take off. And score in the SEC, and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. The, quarter, everybody the quarterback now has something.
5: become the proverbial halfback here,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? I so, mean, it's a hybrid yeah. position right. for sure. I, think, so I, mean, I, don't, I don't need you, I don't need to pay you $10 million behind. The right. only quarterbacks I can think of that are not really mobile that are any good are, at this point, I'd say Dak. He's not mobile at all. Right. Kirk Cousins is not mobile. No. He's a decent quarterback, but he, he's not mobile. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers now is not. But Aaron Rodgers is old. He was right. mobile. But, but he but was. Like, he but was he's one of the most now. athletic like, quarterbacks. But all these other quarterbacks. You mentioned a bunch. Herbert, mobile. Yeah. <laughs> Allen, mobile. Burrow, yeah. mobile. Daniel Jones. Yeah. Daniel Jones, yeah. mobile. Oh, Daniel no, yeah. Jones is Kirk fast. Cousins
2: is not mobile. He's one of the guys. I just really mentioned is. Kirk. Yeah, Kirk is not. So, so you say Kirk, sorry. But I'd say
3: 26 of the 32. Most of them are. This can tuck the ball and run at any point.
5: This is where it's trending, right? Yeah. so... Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't be wasting the money on a no halfback. I'm not. Well, that's one of the reasons the why days their draft of the statue value quarterback.
1: and their free agent yeah. signings has, has the gone days down. of the statue quarterback are over. Uh, They're so over. So
3: we
2: got to make a decision here on the fly. We got about five minutes. Yeah. Well, actually, Jensen just hopped on. So All right, let's go to the, baseball.
1: Let's talk some okay, baseball. Okay, well,
2: let, let me get a mic check in with Jensen yeah. real quick. Okay. Well, you want to talk about memberships while we yeah let's Jensen do that. set up to bring Jensen in. So
1: guys, so uh, guys, and ladies, one ninety nine a month is the uh, standard tier. That's the beginner's tier for uh, becoming a member of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, the loyalty badges, the emojis, the, mem- the community post, which is going on all the time, even when we're not on the air. And then you got the coaches tier, $4.99 a month. That's the big time one. You get everything you get in the starters tier, plus you get our overtime segment. We do, I'd say, 8 to 13 minutes, maybe even 15 minutes of overtime, starting just after 1 o'clock. If you're a coach's tier member, you can watch overtime live, or you can watch it back again later in the day. Discount codes for merchandise and more. We're always doing some crazy stuff. You get some good information on the overtime segment right here on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. So please consider becoming a member and hit that subscribe button. That's a, that's a, pretty, like
5: that's a pretty good read. I like that. Oh, that's pretty you. smooth. I, that's pretty he's smooth. done this a time. <laughs> I can tell. I, I can need the money.
1: You know what? <laughs> I'm a like
4: telethon. I need to see. I'll be going back and check. I'll be seeing like 120. I need to do what? I need a like telethon. See, I'm, <laughs> listen, I'm, a, I'm, i gonna do it. We need a tote board. You know what I'm saying? I grew up on, on, on meager rations sometimes. And sometimes I know people need a free option. That free option is the easiest option. All you got to do is pick your finger right here. Right there hit that like button, but then disinfect your screen because you should put your hands in your mouth, but hit that like button. I was wondering what w- you were option? doing. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, just like, like. this like y'all hit that like button man. We should be when we looking on there it'd be thousands of people's in the chat, right? Hey, Amen. All you got to do is hit the like. We should at least be over 250. I need to run a telethon. My goal is tomorrow, I need to turn this on. This is one of our hottest episodes. I need yeah. you to get that. Tuesday. And by the, the way, Jerry Lewis of
3: likes. Mike, yes. did we
1: get you to, to 5,000 Twitter followers yet or what? I'm at 5,000 on the dot. All right, good. Oh, Finally. good for you.
3: Welcome to the All club. Right, we got Jensen? Uh, we got Jensen. Yep. Hey, Jensen, you better not have beautiful palm trees in the background when you come on.
1: No. Uh, okay, no. good. He's in the good. closet. So you're at oh, home
3: still. Because I know you don't travel yes, with the Jensen Lewis it. poster, right?
0: Yeah, that one uh, was a nice little addition to the uh, corner of the man cave down here, guys, but uh, great to be with you, and uh, ironically, you know, I came back from fantasy camp at the end of January, and uh, it felt like Cleveland out there because it was, you know, mid to high 30s for most of the mornings, and we barely got to 50 a couple of days, but uh, good old Ohio weather out there, so everyone's ready to go, so looking forward to the year. When do you go? Um, I'll probably go out sometime in March, um, and I like to always coincide it with uh, March Madness because then you can hop up to Vegas and, uh, oh. you know, take in a couple of the sports books and, and you know, maybe enjoy a flutter here and there. But, uh, you know, the nice thing, guys, is there's not too much to decide for this club this year going into camp. you got right. a lot of the roster already set, and, you know, that's a great, great thing to have uh, with the continuity aspect of it. And now it's kind of looking at, you know, do you bring in a veteran starting pitcher for some you know, got, you know, been around for a little bit, uh, maybe, uh, you know, as a backup for injuries, things like that. Uh, and then, you know, we'll see what they do for the bench and, and how Tito decides to fill that out. And then the back of the bullpen as well.
1: Jensen, it's an interesting point because we've talked about maybe, because it, it seems like they could use another like veteran middle of the, like a guy you could use as your third or, or even fourth starter in the playoffs. Right. There was, I was saying a few months ago that it was rumors that the Mets would be willing to trade Carrasco What's, what, what do you think? I mean, like, Michael Waka was a free agent. He just signed, I know, with San Diego. I'm trying to think if there's any starters left on the market at this point. You think Carrasco's a reasonable option, or is he even making too much money at this point?
0: Yeah, well, I think the, the money aspect is probably something that Cleveland doesn't want to take on. And, yeah. you know, by and large, if you think about the Mets, that, that might be their biggest question mark going into the season is, you know, you've got a lot of guys up in age. We know what Verlander's doing over age 40. I mean, last year was incredible. Scherzer, remember, started to break down a little bit last year. Kodai Senga, the the whole deal with the physical, you know, the Mets, uh, you know, physicians and and medical department weren't exactly, uh, you know, sold 100% right away. And then Carrasco's up there, obviously, in innings. We know what uh, his tenure was here towards the end of that. Uh, Yeah, I think the Mets uh, really have the biggest question mark in their rotation of their club. So they're probably leaning on a healthy Carrasco to try and help the bottom of that
1: rotation. That's a fair point. Let's, let's get to one of the new guys in Josh Bell. Obviously, the one thing lacking from this team last year was power. Josh Bell's got power. I even think, like, when he first came into the big leagues, I thought he was going to be an all-star player. And he's, you know, he's been a good player, but not quite. I think he was an all-star maybe once. Uh, I think there's another level to his game, and the, I think there's a chance the Guardians can bring it out of him. Do you think there's another level to his game?
0: You hope there is, Bull, because it feels like a mutually beneficial deal here for not only the player but for the club. And, you know, if Josh Bell gets back to his all-star form, remember his career high was, what, 37 home runs, great power from both sides of the plate. I feel he's going to benefit not only, you know, in the middle months here in the summer, as you guys well know, uh, that jet stream out to right center field at Progressive Field is really a haven for not only doubles but for, you know, home runs from both sides of the plate. So we'll see – yeah, how Josh adapts here on the American League side to the pitching. And I think for him, you know, he, he doesn't have to come in and shoulder the entire low. He's got, you know, a top 10 overall player in the league and Jose Ramirez hitting in front of him. He's going to have some options behind him, you know, whether it's a right-handed starter and it's Josh Naylor or Andres Jimenez. If it's a left-handed starter, you can pop Oscar Gonzalez up there. So from a balance standpoint, it, it helps because you get the back-to-back switch hitters in JRM and Josh Bell but I don't feel he needs to do so much offensively or feel like he's got all that pressure to have to shoulder most of the offensive load.
3: Jensen, one of the things we've been talking about throughout this offseason is how difficult it is for rookies to duplicate that success in year number two. The sophomore slump is real. And I know that we sort of fell into this beautiful outfield when you get surprises in the <coughs> corners out of Quan and Gonzalez. Nobody had that on their 2022 bingo card. And yet here we are. How concerned are you that one or both of these guys take a step backwards now that there's a full book on both of these guys and how to pitch to them?
0: Yeah, Jay, first and foremost, I probably could make a comeback with the gold gloves we got in left and Kwan <laughs> and, and Straw in the center. They could they could run down all the fly ball outs I used to give up. So I, I think from that standpoint, defensively, you know, you, you feel really comfortable with what Kwani could do in left obviously the the ground that miles covers in center it really helps oscar and Wright just worry about a little bit less real estate uh, your your fears about the offense are are well warranted and it's well documented of course year 2 always a struggle for for guys and and the league adjusting to them the thing that i think might be an outlier is is quani first and foremost because his approach already is putting the ball in play right. and as we know with the new rule changes the lack of the shift I think he's going to benefit already from his mentality that he already had for just an entire season last year. With Oscar, he's so good at being able to use all parts of the field, and that's so rare for a guy with his size, his demeanor, and his offensive capabilities. So for Oscar, I think the one thing I look at, if if I was an opposing pitching staff going against him, I would want to try and see him have to beat me, ironically, more to the pull side, because you guys know he likes to go to that right center gap. He likes Mm -hmm. to go shoot the ball the other way and get those doubles. To me, I want to crowd him in as much as possible, force him to kind of get uncomfortable. If he's able to stay disciplined, and he showed that pretty well overall last year, I think the league's in trouble because that's, that's a really tough habit to break.
1: I think the good thing too, Jensen, I was saying this yesterday, the Guardians have so many good young players that even if there's some, because you know, I mean, you know as well as anybody, like, it's not ba- basketball and football where a guy usually, once he's good, just stays good. We saw, I mentioned, you know, Cody Bellinger was like on a Hall of Fame track, and now he signs a one year prove it deal. So this happens all the time in baseball, especially with young players. But the Guardians have so many young players that let's say Oscar Gonzalez had a down year, and then maybe it's 2024 that he bounces back. Well, maybe Will Brennan picks up the slack. Or I know it's a different position, but maybe Gabriel Arias picks up the slack. Like there's so many other young guys that I think even if they get sophomore slumps from some of them, somebody else will step up.
0: (laughs) Uh, Bull, I mean, the the farm system is loaded, especially at the top end. And and it's been rare that we've been able to say that in Cleveland on the position player side. Mm. We're used to it being pitching you and just producing top end arms year in and year out. I think the guys to focus on, if if some of the the year two guys off the opening day roster falter a little bit, we've heard so much about George Valera in the outfield. Uh, Kenzie Noel, Brian Rocchio, a couple of names already. You mentioned Arias. Uh, I I think there's enough depth from a potential standpoint that the club feels pretty good that if they need to dip down to AAA right away, they can do that. However, and, and this is an outlier for Terry Francona, he usually is not as patient with some of the younger guys. He likes to lean on the veterans. It may be taken out of his hands this year where it's just, okay, we got to ride with these guys. And, and I think, I think the silver lining here fellows is, you know, last year they were so good with Chris Valleca's idea of let's put the ball in play. Let's, let's put as much pressure on the defense going first to third as possible. And now with the added power from bell and hopefully from Mike Zanino at the bottom of the lineup, all due respect to Austin hedges guys, you no longer have sort of that automatic out in in that eight or nine spot. You've got a guy in Z who can change a game with one swing and with straw coming on the way that he did in September and October, you feel much more comfortable being able to turn the lineup over and have some continuity top to bottom.
5: Hey, Justin, so when you you look at it now and you see that the, uh, as we approach the upcoming season, the league has now know, have a better idea what the Indians, uh, what the Guardians are about. What's a projected number you think should be their target goal for wins? What do you think that looks like now that it's not a surprise anymore who they are?
0: Yeah, I I honestly, Brad, I think if you look at the 85 to 90 win uh, window right there, and and to me, it's the first team to 85. Whoever gets there first is probably going to win the division. Uh, The thing that we looked at the last couple of years is the White Sox on paper have looked phenomenal. I wonder how they change this year, though, knowing that Jose Abreu who has been the face of the franchise, leader of that club, is no longer there. Uh, they didn't get Tim Anderson for the last two months of the season last year, and I think he's been their heartbeat. As much as Jose is for us, Timmy A is, is definitely that for Chicago. Uh, Minnesota, I'm just i I'm still not sold on on the rotation. I, I don't know if they've got enough there uh, you know, turn in and turn out. I think their offense is going to be pretty good. And the back end of their bullpen should be good with Lopez and Duran as their one-two. And then, you know, with Detroit and Kansas City, guys, we we've been really good at beating up on them the last yeah. couple of seasons and yeah. piling up those wins. Now, with the balanced schedule, you don't get that luxury of playing them 19 times. So, how does that affect that win total? Yeah. That's why I'd kind of side on that 85 win mark. If they're okay. the first one there, then I think they repeat a Central champs.
4: You know, Jensen, when we were covering the playoffs. Um, and they got to the Yankees. You know the, the Guardians. You know their nice story. Through through till you get to the big boys. You got to the New York, and you just always had this impending feeling that no matter how well you played or well how well you pitched, the three run homer was right around the corner. Like you could you got through their order, and all of a sudden whoop, three run homer. Um, do you believe that the Guardians can still play the way that they play in terms of exhausting every pitch, exhausting every opportunity on the base pass without having that power number to compete with the big dogs like the Yankees.
0: The power needs to be there. And I think if you look at the last, you know, four to five World Series participants, they obviously have that element. Uh, As far as that Yankee series go, I'm no conspiracy theorist, but boy, oh boy, did they find it convenient not to play that day and and be able to give, (laughs) uh, you know, that pitching staff a little extra time. That's not saying anything, Mm. but just saying, I mean, we had, I I was there at at game four. I sat through the rain and the drizzle seemed like they could play through it. And plenty of people on the ground here in New York. were like, yeah, probably could have played, but Hey, that's, that's in the past. But your, your point is, is well taken from the power aspect where, you know, you look at, uh, you know, what Houston has done year in and year out, obviously the Yankees live and die with the home run ball. And they'll probably have to do it again a little bit this year. I think for Cleveland, and, and it'll be fascinating to see how the rule changes affect, you know, where offenses go as far as their creativity. I, I think Cleveland was a year ahead of the curve, playing the way that they did offensively last year. Because now you're basically putting this on all 30 teams of no shifting guys. You get the bigger bases, so you're going to entice more stolen bases. Well, we had five dudes with 10 or more last year. It was a key part of their game. I just think they have enough pitching. Top to bottom, and they showed that last year. Now you get a little offensive burst, and that might be enough for them to get past some of the bigger teams.
1: Jensen, let's wrap it up with the with the pitch clock because this is a big one. And as a former pitcher, I'm curious your take on it. I'm I'm really less worried about the starters because all the guardian starters work pretty quickly, but guys like especially Cech, uh to a lesser degree, Class A, they work slower. How tough an adjustment do you think it's going to be for all these guys, but especially the guys in the bullpen?
0: I, I'm glad, Bull, that they're doing the first two weeks of camp, or at least right out of the shoot day once. You get the opportunity to fail a little bit and, and test some things out routine-wise, pitch-to-pitch-wise, uh, it, right there in a game that, that really doesn't count. I'm fascinated with the decisions on how many times you pick over, and if you're going to go that third time and you don't get the guy out, you know the opportunity to move up 90 feet for the opposition is, is interesting. And then also, where the managers decide – you know, to throw down or, or to to try and control the running game in late game situations. I love the pitch clock. Uh, I'm, I'm probably a, a break from traditionalist. Yeah, I, like I worked fast, so it would never have affected me, but I think you're going to have the onus and the urgency much more across the board, and I think it'll produce a much more enticing and really enlivened product on the field.
3: Jensen, we have two minutes, and I really want to get your thoughts on this. It's two separate thoughts the player this year that takes that next step. And that can be anyone from Tristan McKenzie to Jose Ramirez if you think he's got another step to take. Which player takes that breakout step and what's your biggest area of concern for this team?
0: Um, I'll start with the the second one. And and I think my biggest area of concern is always a team that the year prior was really not thought of or maybe taken for Mm. granted. And then they go and have the season (laughs) they did. It is always harder, and I'll take this from personal experience. In 07, you know, we went and we beat Detroit. We won the division. We got a game for the World Series. That next year coming in with those expectations, uh, that that was a tough thing to, to have to shoulder. And this is a young team still age-wise, so interested to see how they deal with it. They've got the veterans to do it, but it's easier said than done sometimes. So yeah, that, that would point. be my, my biggest concern. My, uh, my guy to break <laughs> out Uh, I think if you're going to look at a a, a Cy Young candidate, let's go with Tristan McKenzie. I mean, he's kind of been a a guy that, you know, from from a two-pitch pitcher as far as a starter goes, if he adds a third pitch, he adds something like Shane Bieber was able to do with the cut fastball to go along with not only his fastball, his slider, and his curveball. Man alive, you've got the makings of a guy who's got some of the best swing and miss stuff in the American League. Mm -hmm. I think he's got that opportunity to really flourish – and if you're going to pick a guy to really, you know, throw some, now we can do it in Ohio since it's legal. That's if right. you can uh, throw some some soft-earned dollars on a guy to, to maybe take home the Cy Young Award, why not T-Mac? He's a he's as good a candidate you.
3: as anybody. I'm with you. He had performances last year where he looked as good as anyone. I think the one home game against the White Sox comes to mind. He just, he had Cy Young quality Astros stuff. Too. Yeah, he's
1: nasty. Uh, he's yeah.
3: just incredible. Jensen, great Thanks, stuff. Man. I may see you out there, depending on when you're in Arizona. I hope to. And uh, we'll have you on throughout the season, if that's cool with you.
0: Absolutely, guys. Thanks for having me, and uh, look forward to talking to you again soon. Very right. good.
3: Thanks, Jensen.